Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. And all you half and halves. <laughs> what do they call that? I saw something on the internet about that. Oh. Transgender? Yes. Or a, uh... Is that who you're talking to, Tasty? <laughs> I don't know. Those Are those people that are, you know, part part milk, part whipping cream? I know exactly I don't know. what it is. You're talking about her I'm hermaphrodites? Stu- yeah, I'm being stupid here. Yeah, I am, I think. <laughs> We, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm I've ta- heard we're big in that demographic. I'm talking about this being way too many shows in a row. Speaking of hermaphrodites, we've got uh, Peter Simons in, oh, in, yeah. in the studio <laughs> here. They're from another from world, another country, I think, yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm speechless. <laughs> thought the traveling was uh, horrendous. How about this show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've already done, uh, this is the second one, as opposed to you guys. You've done a couple already. Oh, we are midway through our mad Brindle gaz, Gasma ga, ga, yeah. Ganza. Right. Matt Brindle Ganza. Right. G- Brindle Ganza. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It's yeah. bearded, of course. We should have, yeah, we don't, we should have a, something, have this written down so we can remember what we're trying to say, let alone. We're making it up different every time, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, yeah. we'll have to have Matt. I think uh, it was Firestone and Wakapalooza one on, time. Uh, oh, Wakapalooza. That's good. You like one. that? There you go. All I right. like that one. Wakapalooza. <laughs> Is that copyright? Might be. Maybe. Well, but, up there, but I tell you, I'm sure Brindle Ganza is Brindle new. Brindle Ganza, that's right. <laughs> yeah. sure I'm the first yeah. one to say that. I never know. ask his girlfriend about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might, might be. Uh, she might have given him a. <laughs> might, he, he, a may have, he may have been doing the Brindle Ganza. <laughs> I think last time he was at a swingers party, that it was the Brindle Ganza. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm glad he doesn't listen to these shows. <laughs> well, he might let's hope so. he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, not many people do, so it's pretty much a saving well, yeah, grace. You know, yeah. Five of them are right here, so there's only one other person. Uh, no, but Matt, Matt is just a, a lovely person, and and uh, he's he's as uh, selfless and uh, you know self-effacing as, as anybody out there in the brewing industry. And he, and he did a um, time. So when I went to Siebel last year for the uh, concise course, he uh, he did a couple of sessions. Mm-hmm. Great. He knows everything about if if it's uh, green and it's got sort of petals, right? Well, uh, he knows. He knows. He everything knows about hops. About hops. Right. That's why I was supposed to do a, a hops book with him, and now eh, it didn't come to pass because uh, he's too busy, and I don't know that much about hops. So, <laughs> but you can make it up. You it, can make it, it up to for somebody yeast, else. So you can make it up for hops. Yeah, that's surely. right. Yeah, that's right. I make it up about everything. Yeah. So that's what that, pretty much what we're doing here show. today. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, not only hops, he knows er- uh, yeah, so much science, about yeah. brewing. Yeah, you know, not ju- not just hops. He knows everything about everything, and and you know, but speaking with him, that's not the way he comes across. He, you know, he, he's like, well, you know, I've been looking into this, and here's kind of what I found, and here's you know, interesting information from others, and you know, you feel like um, he believes that. He has, you know, some idea, but he doesn't. He never brings himself across as an expert on anything. But he really knows his stuff. Hmm. If Matt's, you know, Matt's mouth is moving, you should be your ears should be a listening. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's absolutely. So if they can get him to come out to Australia, I mean, they really need to do it. That would be uh, a, a great boon for for the folks in Australia. I think it would you know, be. They the, really uh, love to have that guy out there. We we've got the uh, ANHC in October, which mm-hmm. um, which Gordon's coming to, and some bloke called Randy. Randy Mosier, yeah. yeah. And uh, Well, at least they got Randy. Yeah. You know. Just <laughs> <laughs> one out of two stuff back. <laughs> I still got passed over on the invite for that. 
Yeah. Well, you there's always said who. Well, there's always twenty twelve. There's always twenty twelve if you can survive that mean. long. Okay. We'll see. No, but they should have Brennelson for twenty twelve. Absolutely, really? I think that would be magic. Yeah. You know, you, I, you know, got access to a lot of great people, but you know, Brennelson would be one uh, very much on the top of my list. Of You're right. Me to, and Brennelson out there, it, it would be perfect. <laughs> be the perfect show, wouldn't so, it? So, so uh, one, it. one to do all the presentations, and one to carry his luggage. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. All right. Yeah, both That's, excel yeah. at their strong points. And, and, <laughs> I'm and, good with that, actually. And by 2012, you, Let might, me get have, those you might have yeah. got the mirror pond right by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll I have my one clone right by yeah, then. You'll have creds. I, I must say, It'll though, be in the luggage. I, I've got the most recent attempt of the clone. Yeah. Oh, and, it's got um, a pour there. Yeah. It's not a bad beer. <laughs> There's hey, some mirror pond in there. I can taste mirror Yeah, it could when, be mirror pond or when, when mirror I something. Had, when I had it fresh, it was an excellent beer. Yeah. It was it was very well brewed. Was that you was, being fresh no, or the beer being fresh? Yeah, there was no, uh, yeah. there were no real flaws whatsoever. I mean, it was perfectly fermented, perfectly brewed. That was, you know, a, a brewer doing a, an excellent job on brewing a beer. It really so, was. So what's the next challenge? You know me, Justin? I wouldn't give Justin any props whatsoever. No, absolutely, whatsoever. Not. Yeah. absolutely uh, not. I'd kick him in the junk before I'd give him any credit for anything. So you should give him an interesting style to do next time. Right, right. Mirror Pond. A, a blonde. Mirror Pond is, is your, your next clone attempt. No, I'm not Mirror talking Pond. about what you might like to do. Oh, right. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't we all like to do a blonde Wishful next? thinking. <laughs> all right. Well, and if you enjoy this show, our uh, our fine sponsor, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com, www.northernbrewer.com. They're out there in uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Great people out there. They also have a store in Milwaukee. That's right. Uh, they've expanded. Justin and I went out there. We uh, did a did a visit there. And did a I grand opening you, or something, didn't you? It, I, I've never seen as beautiful a store as that. Big, great showroom. they got the classroom with the, 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 uh, the cooker and the, uh, the kegerator and, and the kitchen and the, the, uh, the, and the brew system to, so they can brew inside. Uh, it, it could be snowing outside and, and blowing like a blizzard, but you could still brew inside and, and uh, experience that great place. Big warehouse, everything, and and Milwaukee's a great place as well for uh, for beer and uh, beer related things. And they invited but, uh, me for that. <laughs> yeah, they did. That surprised us too. I brought Jamil along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, that's right. I'm, I'm sure that's. And bring that's that other guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that's right. Oh yeah, Justin, that, you're invited. Is that, is that uh, it, if you Justin, can bring that? Jamel along, I mean, you know, you think <laughs> right. Jamel, you know. they just said that under their breath. Yeah, is yeah. that is that the total claim to fame though? Getting invited? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's all up. But, uh, it's all upside for them. It just, it just yeah. shows yeah. you. Yeah, that's right. Shows you what great people they are at Northern Brewer that they would invite Justin. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That was my point. You know, that's how if cool you're if you're a you know severely handicapped uh, brewer. Northern Brewer probably take care of you just like they They'll take care of you. They'll still take you under their wing. Yeah. No, they're great people. They they take pride in providing, you know, uh, high-quality products and providing the service that goes behind it. If you order from Northern Brewer, I guarantee you you're not going to be dissatisfied. You're going to be a happy customer. They'll make it right. I personally guarantee it. They, they're good people, and uh, I, I fully fully feel comfortable with uh, making that guarantee. That's a that's a great great group of people. Anyways, they pay for the show so you don't have to. So, uh, you know, check it out. Always support your local shop. But when there's something you can't get like uh you know, we were talking about uh, how some of the crystal malts for some of our clones uh you know, you need the Simpsons. Uh, you know, it's one of the best uh, British crystal malts for those sorts of things. You can get them at Northern Brewer. They have them all. Uh, that's where that's where you go. They've got all the stuff to do these beers. You know, hit up northernbrewer.com. Check it out. Uh, you can get those those hard to find ingredients there. And at the very least, send them an email. Tell them you appreciate that they're paying for the show, so you can enjoy it. All right. So, our uh, <sighs> our challenge for today. It's like hearing voices in my head lately. It's weird. I don't know. That's from the last show. I think I think I think I need to adjust my medication or turn it turn down my headphones because we're gonna help each other out through this thing. We got several shows to go. I hear these things. Voices. You're the best. Jimmy loves you. There you go. All right, now it's sounding a little better. Number one. Everybody loves Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. 
right. You stay off the meds. Yeah. It sounds like that. I think we stay off the meds. I think I turned my headphones up. <laughs> and so what's our challenge for today? Our old friend Crotrot actually oh, uh, requested this one. He called in. Here you Ta-da. go. Hey, guys. It's Crotrot. Look, I recently had the pleasure of enjoying a Union Jack IPA from Firestone Walker Brewery. You know, it's not the hoppiest IPA out there, but it's still an IPA nonetheless. It just has a wonderful hop flavor and aroma, that it, and it just seems to bounce perfectly with its small backbone. After I got done researching the beer online, I saw that it's won gold at the GABF two years in a row. My question is, can you brew it? Nice. Crotch. Crotch. Good to hear from you, Good my brother, request. and uh, great request. You know, like like you, we all love this beer, and, and we're surprised that it isn't uh, GABF gold medal winner three years in a row. And that's a tough category. Oh there are God. so many great IPAs. You know, what, what do you have to do in order to... 130 to, beers in that category or something like that? In the interview, Matt was talking about, well, it was some sort of statistical anomaly that... Uh, you yeah, could win two yeah, years in a row. Well, anomaly. the thing See, about a beer company. That's compet- a self-effacing guy. And he's thing, like, oh, yeah. Well, you, yeah, I just yeah. got lucky. You make your own luck. I mean, think you know, mm-hmm. he, let's just say he, I, I could probably convince him that he was probably one of the top 20 IPAs both years. Mm-hmm. So that means he just statistically had one chance in 400 mm-hmm. to be picked. Mm-hmm. Not one chance in whatever that is the mm-hmm. big numbers are. But we'll say he was one in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Well, now it gets, you know... Top five. Pretty soon, you say, "Well, no, you know, it's, it's conceivable that his beer could be picked one twice because it's one of the best around." Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. haven't tasted a better, in my opinion. Yeah. I still haven't tasted a better IPA, so it could be three years in a row. Yeah, if you ask me. there's a company close to here that by the river there that makes those beers. And mm-hmm. we, you know, we know those beers pretty well. So. Yeah, and they, well, uh, we're, you know, and 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 one of the the things about this beer, so it's got that hop character like Crotch was talking about, and it's got a. So here, here's why I think this is a great beer. You know, a lot of times people make IPAs, and a lot of, a lot of commercial brewers will make IPAs, and home brewers will make IPAs, and they, they add a whole bunch of malt sweetness to balance out the bittering and all that, and it becomes this heavy beer you can't drink a lot of. What Matt's done here is he's got a beer with that same malt character, of that that type of beer, you know, it's a rich multi character, balancing out the hop character, but it's a dry finish. It finishes out. It it's, it attenuates well. So it's not a heavy beer. It's a very drinkable beer. You can drink many many pints of this, and and it's not heavy and cloying. Yeah, and it would knock you over as Peter's signaling. You know, now see when you see me do that when I fall over in the RV, that's when you grab the wheel. It's your turn to drive. And you can drive on whichever side of the road at that point. It won't matter. As long as you're on the road. Yeah, yeah. just stick it, keep and it to the road. And not over the precipice. Right. Well, apparently when we're crossing Kansas, I said, well, what if we see like a, uh, a tornado coming? He's like, well, turn around and go the other way. I said, well, I'm driving an RV. It's not going to be easy to turn around. He goes, no, you can just drive right off the road onto the ground. He says, no, no, I've got my red shoes. No, says, I've no, got my red shoes. I'll be all right. He says, there's nothing there to stop you. He says, there may be some barbed wire, but just go through. <laughs> he says, you can just make a big old turn across the field right alongside the freeway. He goes, it won't dip by more than like a quarter of an inch. That's <laughs> where you're going to end up anyway. You right, go straight, right, right. so why not? Yeah, he says, you see, he was giving me these descriptions. This guy, Jeremy, that... Uh, uh, anyways, uh, he was telling me about uh, about tornadoes, uh, living in tornado country. And we're apparently crossing during like the peak of tornado season. Oh, good. You didn't mention that. And he, was, he gave me a lot of pointers on surviving. And at one point, it included, you know, get face down in a ditch, cover your head, and kiss your ass goodbye. So, I don't know. We, we may or may not make it. You know, if we don't show up in Minneapolis... Look for you up in the air. Look so for we're... us along with Dorothy and Toto <laughs> and all the rest of them. Oh, I'll be cashing in on that. Don't you worry. You two die on the way to the homebrew conference. <laughs> the BN's right. going to do well. That's right. It's going to be <laughs> all the uh, all these sympathy shows. Yeah. And donate for uh, for the lost cause. That would be great. I mean, it would be <laughs> such a terrible tragedy. <laughs> you mercenary soul. <laughs> That's the American way. I fully expect it. Well, I've really been looking forward to this show because, uh, I've, you know, 
Union Jack's one of my all-time favorites. So you, the, you've you, you've been actually I, I, when you, we said, who's going to brew this? this? You, you've been requesting this personally. You've I know. Been like, I mean, I, you know, when are you going to get the recipe for Union Jack? When are we doing Union Jack? When are we doing? I'm like, yeah, yeah. We only got like 40 requests for this. But I thought I saw Crotch's name on one of them. I'm like, ah, Crotch has got to do the uh, do the request. So, all right. What we did was uh, give this thing a taste, and uh, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we are going to uh, see what the results of that taste test were. Back after this. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The, the Time Brewers. When last we left our heroes, they found themselves in 1842 in the province of Bohemia. Yo, this era jerky. All the beers is murky. What, oh, friends, a male alewife. I don't know what I'm doing, so I got this dark malt, yeah? More stinky dark beer, yeah. No, sir. Please, wait. Just a moment. Hi, a package from the future? From Northern Brewer. Use the Pilsner malt, my good man. And the Sats Hobbs, sucker. They ain't noble like Queen Victoria. But you can use Sterling from Portland to Astoria. Let your war caramelize and let melanodins harmonize in a long boil. Keep your starter undercover with aluminum foil. Who? And use it thou some bog myrtle. Northern Brewer is your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, $7.99 flat rate shipping, and get your nasty-ass bog myrtle back to the dark ages, Brother Abelard. Hey, this golden lager with the happy hops pretty damn good. Thanks, Time Brewers. Thanks, Northern Brewer. Our work here is done, my friends. Now, to wherever we are next, we did. Tune in next time for the continuing adventures of the Time Brewers. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the, to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zedeshev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with DeVille. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. 
Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Now back to Can You Brew It? All right. We're talking uh, Firestone Union Jack. Now, this was Tasty's Challenge. It's uh, it's one of the ones that we're, you know, we're not going to cut any slack on. So, uh, clearly we had to have Tasty, uh, the, the master himself. The heavy hitter. The, I mean, it was just heavy in his chair. Yeah, which you, is, have, you have picked up a few I pounds. I have a mass. Yeah, so, uh, but let's not talk about your your weight. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, this was your challenge. And, uh, you know, prior to the show, actually, we, we went ahead and we did a blind tasting of... Uh, Two samples. Uh, mine were marked number six and number eight for no particular reason. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we try and make it very random. So there's no. Guy, yeah, so there's no like, well, that's clearly it because it's six. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll tell you, I'll go first. Uh, these are so cloned that um, you, you could give this to Brindelson and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's Union Jack. There's no, there's no way, um, and I, you know, they're so close. I can't even remember. You revealed which, which, which was which after we had all, you know, <laughs> stated our opinion, had our tastings, yeah. and all this. And I'm not sure which one <laughs> was your clone of which. Yeah, no, I think yeah. it matters. I think there's, a, there's a, you know, I actually had these rehanded to me, blind with my eyes closed, and I was hunting for any slight difference. And I'd say maybe there was a difference in the base malt. Oh, you know, it was so close that um, these are these are so cloned. I I don't know that we've had uh, you know a much closer clone than this. This is this is right on the money. Uh, I'm I'm absolutely convinced. <laughs> we are also lucky. Uh, now we can make it. You know, I would have busted your balls if it was anything other. You know, if it's anything less. No, than No, no, we want to get this. Right. I would, I would, I would have kicked you in the nuts. Uh, Justin, what about you? What what would you say uh, about these uh, two beers? Cloned entirely. I'm, I'm getting sick of you guys in your one-time clones here. I'm just going to pour the two together. There's <laughs> not enough difference for me to use two glasses. Right down to the, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, but right down to the, sometimes Union Jack can have a little bit of a, of a soapy character. And I don't mean that as in, I know that sounds like a it's, negative it's like comment. It's like a floral but, kind of, yeah. Um, like, yeah there's a difference, there's a difference, and I, I know exactly what you're saying. And, and I've, I've, I've used that soapy term too, yeah. where it's, it's like... Um, it's the floral you get from soap yeah. versus the floral you get from flowers. Right. It's slightly, it's, it's a different kind of floral fragrance. It's a little artificial in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, I don't mean this as a, as a flaw in the beer. Mm-hmm. I just, I picked it up in Union Jack before, and I, I pick it up even in, in what we think is your clone. So that's, I just mean down to that detail. Right. It's pretty damn cloned. Cloned. Chad, how about you? I too get the um, you know licking your hands after washing your hands type thing. You, uh, the soapy commonly thing. do that. Yeah. He does. No. I've seen him. Yeah. It's weird. And before too. It's really odd. you know you can use a towel to dry your hands. But you don't have to lick them dry. Well, you know I, I'm impressed. I I was lucky. I had a chance to try this a little earlier in the week, and I uh, thought it was a great beer. Um, yeah, he nailed it. I think yeah. it's great. It's a great recipe. Right. Well brewed. Um, I really like the hot profile and that yeast again. So. Yeah, my first comment was, so you poured these from two different bottles, right? <laughs> it just, yeah. They just look so similar in the glass. And, uh, well, the temperature was so slightly different. Yeah, I and intentionally I, had them in the same cooler. I guess and, I had some ice up against one of them. Right, and I think, I think that was one of the things that I was detecting as different. But it was, you know, it was still so close. It was, you know, it was identical. Nailed it. Yeah. Definitely really trying hard to find something different. Right. You got to hunt. Give us something to talk yeah. about. Peter. Yeah, it's um I oh, know it's not really... cloned? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I would no, love no, that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. He's comparing be... it to the Pale 31 still. Well, my hem is my hem is, oh, is that one? No, no. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's it's so difficult to actually represent in words when you're actually looking at a, a pair of beers, the colors the same, the heads the same. Right. They smell the same. Yeah. And then you're going, Whoa. 
you're, you're searching and searching. Exactly. I've heard you guys say it before. Right. You're searching for something to just nitpick. Yeah. There's uh-huh, no nitpicking uh-huh. with this. It's cloned. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's, that's... On to the next one. Thank <laughs> that's, you. That's right. the thing. You know, people are like, well, you know, you're saying all these differences and you're calling it cloned. It's like, well, it's like Peter's saying... We're just trying to find something to say, you know, rather than, oh, it's cloned, okay, done. Yeah. They're the same, they're the same, they're the same. You guys would get bored with that. It's like we're trying to hunt for the, you know, and that's why, you know, on a beer like this, I would almost say we should be doing a triangle test and see if we could pick out the beer that's different. Hmm. I yeah, would venture that would that, that may not be possible. We may not pick out the the, the that's one. How, yeah, that's yeah. how close it is. That's the two out of three one. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know, you, you you pour two of one beer and one of another, and you blindly taste them, and then you're supposed to try and pick out the one that's different. And if you can't, they're deemed the same. Right. So that's a you know a true more scientific measure of whether something's the so same. So why or not. haven't you been doing that all along? Well, because it would take another cup and all this stuff, you know. Uh, and if, if, <laughs> we are we're lazy. amateurs. So, you forgot yeah. about the lazy part, right? So if we were to do that, and, and we got to drink for all these shows, we'd drink it all. That's the problem. So when we're presented with two, and we know that they're different, we tend to artificially manufacture what we you know, we we magnify what we think might be different about one versus the other. We tend to, you know, overemphasize something, and so I think it comes across that way. But, you know, rest assured, if we call something cloned, it is so freaking close to exactly the same thing where technically there may be some differences, but you're but drinking the, the same beer. The right. yeah. Yeah. Okay, and look, you, you, look, know, you, can, you can brew this, one, this right? beer. Yeah. I, I'm an example of an independent, non-brewing network person. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you Tasting get the ride in that RV, otherwise... Uh, <laughs> No, I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah, it's fine with that too. I, 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 I can. I have some integrity. <laughs> so the rest of us don't. But no, 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 no. Just putting it out there. The um, no, seriously. Yeah. This is cloned. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he cheated. You, you can imagine and to nitpick that. At, nitpick Matt, at it right. is is not, not doing it any favors. But you can imagine Matt bottle. could try that, and he. Ah. Oh, Getting these labels out of these bottles. I mean, Matt's, yes. got, Matt's got a fine yeah, palate. Let's put it he in really his bottle and give it stuff. back to him, yeah. But I imagine, you know, as, as, as knowledgeable and precise as he is and as great a palate as he has, I think he would think it's his beer. It's that close. Yeah. yeah. And now that we're talking about it, I'll send him some. I'm not right. buying it. I think this is bullshit taste. Don't fucking guys. I think you cheated. Same bottle. I'm cheated? not buying it. I would not Or maybe cheat. two different bottles. You're fucking with us. No, no. You really, you know. <laughs> Could be. I this don't know. whole no, the, these recipes and this clone not clone thing. I'm I'm saying we're giving these guys a recipe out. We want guys to make this beer, mm-hmm. and I want it to be as good as Union Jack. The people that can't get the real beer, I want them to know that they're getting. The people that can't get the real beer, go buy some. Buy and compare yourself. If and where's if it, your empty bottle? <laughs> it's on the kitchen counter. No, sure it is. Right next to the real beer, it's got my you know home <laughs> right. beer bottle with my label on it and shit. It's got so you swear. call it clone too? <clears throat> well, yeah, I call it clone. Yes. Just amazingly similar. It's, well, a, it's see, reasonably well, here's similar. What, this, beer is, this beer is, in some ways, kind of hard to find differences because it is a. It's big. It's big hop. Yeah. And it's actually a pretty uh, big malt beer too. It's a yeah. ten, yeah. ten seventy gravity beer, and uh, there's a lot of big dimensions in it. So mm-hmm. uh, minor differences on those are, are kind of, to me are kind of hard to detect. It's not like a that's true a light beer, you know, pale ale or a, a English beer that's you know not not too. Mm-hmm. Not too uh, big a stroke, but uh, so not too big a stroke. Did you say? <laughs> well, now you're thinking about stroke length, not okay. I, I'm talking about width, not girth. <laughs> yes, all right. Not two stroke versus four so stroke. So I, I, th- I think you have. You want me to hear me talking more about that? I oh. think, I think not width and girth okay. and stroking. I, I think you've, you've actually. You've gotten better at cloning these. Not that you oh, were a slouch at the start. Were you giving me a pass but, earlier or something? But, no, 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 no. I'll take no sympathy. No, no, no. no we I, talked I, about I, it. I think, I think, yeah, I think you, uh, I think you did great at the beginning, but I think you're getting even better. I think you're picking up some, some clues to cloning well, that what? are making you 
do you know, I mean you're hearing things in the interview in the tone of the brewer's voice mm-hmm. that you know that emphasis one way or another makes you decide one way or another what to do and I think you're picking that stuff up I think you're getting well, even better at close close attention to, the to that I'm listening right. to the interviews because yeah. right. you, you know, listen I don't want to make think. it twice I want to make it once and right. I want to make it right and I want it's a freaking pain darn. in the ass to do them a second time it is all right. although this beer you're welcome for all the tips Tasty that's right Chad helped him out that's the difference on always check with Chad the second time was a pain in the ass compared to the first time? Uh, it both sucks. It's always me. a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. And what about the beer? So, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. let's do this. Let's take a, a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into the recipe for Union Jack. Back after this. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah, uh, mother... F- White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13 Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25 Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the beer, beer, and more beer deal of the day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more beer, beer deal, deal of, of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. You know, Put some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now back to the challenge. 
Can you brew it? All right. Like all recipes on the show, this is six gallons at the end of the boil. The efficiency is 70% for your all-grain brewers. Uh, anticipated original gravity is uh, 1070 or 17.02 Plato. 90-minute uh, boil on, on the Firestone beers. Uh, anticipated SRM is 6. And uh, anticipated IBU is uh, probably more than the uh, 82.7 I have uh, calculated by Mori, or by Rager, uh, colored by Mori. Uh, and that's because of the uh, long whirlpool they do at the end. Uh, Mike may talk a bit more about that uh, when we get to that point. Let's see here. All right, so pale uh, pale malt, uh, domestic two-row malt, uh, 81.9% or 6.24 kilograms, uh, 1.3% or 100 grams of Simpson's uh, Kara malt, uh, 11.8% or 900 grams of uh, uh, Light Munich, and 5% or uh, 380 grams of uh, Carapil's dextrin malt. On the hops, a lot of hops in this bad boy. You start with 25 grams of Warrior, uh, 17% alpha acid, 60 or 90 minutes. 18 grams of Cascade, 7% alpha acid, uh, 30 minutes. 18 grams of Centennial, 10.5% alpha acid, 30 minutes. 52 grams each of Centennial and Cascade, zero minutes. That's uh, 10.5 on the Centennial and 7% alpha acid on the Cascade. Then we got uh, two uh, doses of dry hopping, and and we'll have Mike go over that in more detail. But uh, 44 grams each of Cascade and Centennial, uh, dry hop. And then we go 30 grams of Centennial. 30 grams of Cascade, 14 grams of Amarillo, and 14 grams of Simcoe. It doesn't matter what the alpha acid is on those, because when you're dry hopping, alpha acid's really not, not the issue. It's uh, really more a flavor thing. Yeast, White Labs, WLP002 English Ale Yeast. Uh, you want to... Uh, uh, mash is uh, sacrification, uh, 145 Fahrenheit, 60 minutes. 155 Fahrenheit, 10 minutes. That's uh, a common thing for Matt. He likes his beers to finish out dry and attenuate well, so he tends to use that on, on most of his beers. Uh, fermentation is going to be um, uh, chilled down to uh, 17C, and uh, you can, after the yeast growth has occurred 24 to 36 hours, you can uh, let that rise to 19C uh, to finish out. Uh now, during the interview, one thing I noticed was uh, Matt had said uh, 2% for the Simpsons Crystal Malt, and I calculated out based off of the numbers he gave me, and it's actually 100 grams in, in six gallons because so, he said one bag in a 50-barrel batch. And then uh, and Matt's not trying to pull a fast one. <laughs> it's just like he's estimating, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, On the floor. He's absolutely, you know, uh, a very honest person. So he's not, you know, he would just say he doesn't want to say if he doesn't want to say something. Uh, they do, uh, they do reverse osmosis on the water. They, uh, adjust with gypsum and calcium chloride to, uh, hundred parts per million. Uh, and then, uh, that's about it, right? Uh, that's all the details I have on the recipe. Uh, one thing that I think is important is, uh, you know, the, even though the, the Simpsons Caramalt, uh, you know, slight, the Munich malt is slight, the pale malt is slight. I think getting the right kinds of base malts for these really is is important. Uh, you have some leeway, perhaps on the Simpsons Caramalt, since it's, uh, you know, only 100 grams. But uh, that's, a, you know, a fundamental part of this beer is uh, those malt flavors. All right. So that's the recipe. What we're going to do is take a short break, and when we come back, Tasty will give you all the uh, details of, of uh, how he brewed this bad boy. Back after this. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The, the Time Brewers. Three brewers, three different eras, all caught in the same fermento chronological vortex, traveling through time, righting brewing wrongs, and bringing beery wisdom to where and whenever it may be needed. Journey now with Dr. Jean de Clerc. Greetings, listeners. 
20th century Belgian super brewing scientist. Please, please, the yeast and the enzymes do the hard work. I am merely a facilitator. Icebach. What, what? 21st century Norwegian-American homebrewer rapper from St. Paul. Listen, listen. I bust the attenuation maxims and my yakima magnums make my lager so smooth it's like a laxative. My spit got that static power after I mash for an hour. I got naked ladies in my brew room all covered in hot flowers. I swing a propagation flask like a five liter dick. Get your nasty mid drinking group on ass back to 1026, boo! And Brother Abelard. Off that with witch. Be gone! 12th century English monk and perpetuator of brewing superstition. My holy rod of divine bubbling shall maketh any ale to froth by the grace of heaven. And a modicum of bog myrtle hurts not either. Brought to you by Northern Brewer, your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, and equipment with $7.99 flat rate shipping. Tune in next time for more Time Brewers! BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Holler Tower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate chip and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a brewing network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Stop. Burdison, what is it? Shh. Listen, I think I hear a dwarfen ale. A what? A dwarfen ale. But there's no such thing. Aye, lad, but soon there will be. Hail Brewers! Fantasy Brewmasters invites you to participate in their 2010 Dwarf Brew Recipe Contest. Do you dig fantasy? Have you ever wondered what sort of ale a wizard might come across at his local tavern? Have you ever wanted to find out what a dwarf in ale really tastes like? Yeah, you know who you are, and here's your chance to show your geek pride. Submit what you think would be the ultimate dwarf in beer, and your recipe could be chosen for commercial production as their flagship beer. Entrance must be a U.S. resident, 21 years of age or older. Log on to www.fantasybrewmasters.com to register and for contest rules and more details. For this contest, they're looking to brew an authentic dwarf in beer of your creation along the lines of a very drinkable brown ale. Registration deadline is Tuesday, August 31st. The winner takes home $1,000 plus they get to see their beer brewed commercially. Go to fantasybrewmasters.com now. It's not some old fantasy character beer. It's the Dwarf in Ale! Fantasybrewmasters.com Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. Woo! It's the Brewing Network.
And now, suck it, tasty. There you go. Somebody, somebody older has. I think I like a little girl better. Taste too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least, at least it sounds. At least I know slut- she's kidding. Somewhat erotic. Yes. Well, I'm not be it that way. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Somebody's going to be an adult around here. It's your turn. It's going to be Peter. It's not sure. Yeah. It's, it's none, none of the regular casting crew. <laughs> All right, so uh, Tasty, you did an amazing job on on, well, uh, on this one. Much. Thank you very you much. Know, I, it, it can't get any closer than this. When I strike up the flame, I always play. You know, try to apply my craft. So, spend this beer. And what I about played right it. Here? <laughs> yeah, well, that flame. <laughs> the, you know, if I was as good at a lot of other things as I am about brewing beer, I'd be a phenomenal uh, whatever. I'd be great in the rack. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I Somehow went to make I don't this, think so, but that's well, yeah, right. yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> when I went to make this beer, I said, "Well, you know, I got to really do this right because I uh, can't like right, right." You, you no you'd time get, to you'd get no uh, slack on this one. But no, have imp- a brewing accident of any sort, or, or improvising, or any sort of poetic license in yeah. terms of like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no poetic deviating from the recipe, which I get my yeah. balls busted for one <laughs> trouble. Yeah, which I don't do anymore. Yeah, really? so yeah, so when Matt uh, talked, uh-huh. I listened. So yeah, yeah. you know, I got all about that whirlpool thing. Right. Well, and no. you know, I, I I think you've you've gotten better and better. You know, the more you do these cologne brews, you know, your your ability to be exactly like yeah, the well, beer instead of well, that's exactly like the beer. No, it's exactly like the beer. I mean, it's it's a it's, it's such a subtle nuance, but it's 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 the difference between we go, wow, yeah, those two are the same beer versus I'm like, did you pour these from the same bottle? You yeah, know? you wouldn't think it'd be possible start, to make a, yeah. a two beers so similar like these are. Right, right. You wouldn't think that would be possible. Right. And so, sort of, what 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 <laughs> secrets are you picking up? What what are you doing differently that's making this so close? I, you know, one of the things was the whirlpool thing, right? Well, yeah. You know, before I, we were doing, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I mentioned this on another show where, um, you know, prior to this, the Can You Brew series, uh, when I turned off the flame, I fired up the, you know, the counterflow chiller and that wart's running out of there, you know, less than 30 seconds later, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's going in the fermenter. Uh, well, since then, I've been thinking, like, wait a minute, why am I adding all these hops at flame out just to have them in there for 15 minutes? Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm empty in 15 minutes. I got one of those, you know, pretty powerful uh, heat exchanger things. And uh, so, you know, when I hear Matt say, like, well, I, you know, I, we let it sit 30 minutes, and then we've got, we'd like to get it out of the uh, out of the whirlpool in 45 minutes, which is faster than, like, holy cow, that stuff's been in there a long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I thought, well, at least at a minimum, I'm going to do 30 minutes on this beer. So so I did, so which is great, uh, because it's kind of usually kind of a hectic time, right? Because i mm-hmm. got to get everything ready for flame-out, because I'm going to do all these all things right. at flame-out. Now with with this sort of regimen, uh, so, I just kind of like uh, can kick back at flame. Yeah, you know, what I wonder is, is it necessary to actually whirlpool for those thirty minutes, or no, no, to it's even just, just letting it sit? Well, I do, you know, I do, a, I do to stir it up to get a whirlpool, mm-hmm. and uh, then I just let it sit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so let those hops sit there steep. Mm-hmm. At I don't have a uh, a uh, dial thermometer on my uh, my kettle, but I expect it's what. Above 195 or maybe above 200 all that time. Yeah, and isomerization starts at, um, God, I'll say the wrong number and somebody's going to bone me on the internet about it. Um, I pay for that. (laughs) To be boned on the internet? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Isomerization (laughs) continues to some temperature below boiling significantly but no b- but it's in boiling. the hundreds not in the above 200 or right right it's in the hundreds yeah, so it's I'm like thinking, you know mid to upper 100s but don't you is, think that the the word stays it, above 200 the almost for 30 minutes summarization. oh yeah 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 okay, easily so I'm up there yeah. you know unless you've got some sort of chilling and especially in a larger kettle um you know the temperature pretty much stays the same you know the surface area to volume right. depends on the the shape of your kettle but surface area to volume especially the lid on it yeah drops so little heat um you know i'd be surprised if you lost you know 10 degrees fahrenheit or whatever right. so you know five degrees c that's right so there's point. you know we're getting we're, we're pulling goodies out of those hops for those 30 minutes and uh matt was doing it so i you know i, right. I clearly me i need to do it as well right you want to pull Since, your goodies out yeah, you know absolutely. i'm putting like the biggest uh hop addition is as, as it flame out uh, mm-hmm. rather just uh, insignificant uh hop additions at 90 and uh, 30 minutes right. compared to that so 
I got I got you know have its full impact. So mm-hmm. did the long whirlpool rest. Yeah, Peter. So so if you weren't using a candle flow chiller, you were using a um, a thermometer. immersion chiller. A thermometer. It's a counter flow type. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're using immersion, oh, immersion yeah. you, you might want to just tweak that a little bit as well because you you would get more utilization with right. immersion presumably. Well. Uh, no. no, you know, the as long as you're about, not running it, it's just sitting. No. Right. the The thing about the immersion chillers is it chills the entire wort at the same time, versus counterflow where it lets it run out and the rest sits hot. So you're locking in a portion. I, I guess it's probably you know six of one, half a dozen of another, maybe. But I, you but, know, uh, I, you know, again, don't 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 turn on the counterflow chiller. Yeah. Until you've you let it sit at least thirty minutes. Right. And then go ahead. Right. And uh, you know that's that's part of the utilization curve that, uh, and you were saying that you felt that it gave you a certain kind of mouth feel and hop character that you found in Firestone's beers and Sierra Nevada's beers yeah. that you weren't getting before. Yeah, it's a mouth feel. Yeah, that I um, I'm really kind of excited here because I haven't been doing these long whirlpool rest, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been, certainly been doing late editions, not uh, of this comparative magnitude though. I've been mm-hmm. you know just token. You know, two three ounces. I, I some beers like uh, you've been token two token, three ounces. Uh, token two three ounces a week. Uh, I've been uh, I've always had late editions. I think some like celebration ale. You know, people can tell me which ones they are, but I do like a late. But I, I haven't been letting it sit in there very long. But mm-hmm. if I did that, I think the beers would have this really uh, like I'm getting out of this beer, really thick sort of uh, finish right. to it, right. which is great. Yeah, I've I can't imagine that this could be done any differently. And be any closer? Yeah, I mean, as beers go, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe there's a base. I don't know if Mac can brew it this cons- same way uh, two times in a row. I'll have to right. Challenge right. him or something. Maybe I can't. Well, but if, I bet I could. But if anybody could, I bet you Mac could. You know. I bet he could. Yeah. Or his crew. Right. They got a bunch of good guys there. All right. So uh, what did yeah, I what do? What about here? the dry hopping there? Oh man, yeah, that, that was split up into a couple of days. Well, I did it just like you suggested. Uh, probably within a. Half a degree, maybe of, of Plato of, of uh, terminal gravity. Mm-hmm. I put in the uh, the first dry hop, mm-hmm. which was you know big charge of uh, Cascade and Centennial. Uh, waited three days, uh, dumped a portion of that. I'm sure it was floating around in there and mm-hmm. attached to the side of the cone and stuff like that. So I dropped some portion of it mm-hmm. and then added an even bigger charge of again Cascade, Centennial, and Amarillo mm-hmm. and Simcoe. Mm-hmm. To boot, or not a bigger charge, but in total a bigger charge. So the de- second dry hop was uh, well, you know, now, a little bit bigger than the first. What's interesting about that is he didn't give us those numbers. Oh, yeah. That's right. I went ahead and just kind of interpreted the sound of his voice and what he was saying. His inflections. And, and came up with those numbers. Yeah, aroma, I, I can't, I mean, we've you know, all smelled the beers. I don't. I don't sense that either one yeah. has got more hop aroma than the other. I right, don't know. Right. We, I think it's right on the money. I don't know if we would back off on it. And see, and I think dealing with a guy like Matt, you know, he's he's a science type of guy. And he's, you know, I think he's kind of an even numbers kind of multiplication like type right. of thing. You know, right. you know, I, I think that's part of it. So I, I think that's why we're, you know, I'm, I'm of similar nature where, right. you know, I use... Use numbers and multiplication, and you know, I've got to have even numbers and things like that. Right. So whole sacks. Yeah. So <laughs> always you want your sack. Use a full sack. Yeah. <laughs> now in the malt, I, well, we I, talked about that. The, you know, a lot of times when when you go to make a, a recipe, uh, you're sort of like, uh, you know, tie, you're married to the homebrew supply store that you get your, your things through. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have uh, at the time. Uh, they're going to be carrying it, uh, the Simpsons uh, mm-hmm. caramel, mm-hmm. but they told me that they had kerosene, which was mm-hmm. identical. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Apparently, in the hundred grams that it requires for six yeah, gallons, it's, it, it's, it's close grams. enough. Yeah, it's a, a very very small amount of it anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, and I didn't have a Chad's inside information about the fact that Matt's using RAR, and mm-hmm. uh, so I just used. Uh, my homebrew shop's basically uh, and, and that, that, that might be the difference, and it's it's. I don't we're, know we're supposing it's like the same grain, 
it may just be slightly different monster and i mean it's so darn close i don't know yet it's a, it, yeah i don't know it's and again I, I, I think i'm imagining it yeah in order to just imagine some difference <sighs> right you yeah, know yeah again that that whole triangle taste i'd be interested we should do a triangle taste of this oh. uh after this, see if i can pick out the the one that's different okay we should do that a triangle we taste bottle. with three, three independent beers. people we're independent no, 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 no. If, Perceptibly if, right. independent. Take it down the road tomorrow. Oh, uh, too much yeah, work. Yeah, come on. If, let's, if I can't put if, it out, if there. I can't pick out the no, no. difference between if I if I can't pick out the different beer, then there is no difference between those beers. Okay, so we're we're back to I'm, pap- I'm, I'm pretty, papal, I'm, papal infallibility uh, versus exactly. the world. In Vatican City, I know what the, I'm talking about, and I'll, I'll tell you, I can pick up some really fine differences. Justin will tell you; these guys will tell you. I can pick up some really subtle differences between a, between beers. We're well, not Peter, allowed to Peter, say otherwise. <laughs> That's right. I got six bottles the of, show this, be over. of my homebrew <laughs> Union Jack for you guys to take with you. Excellent. Just pick up six bottles of Union Jack at BevMo, and you can do your own tastings on the road. I, right, I right. think that's an excellent move. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd fully sanction that. I'm not sure it. it'll get very far yeah, than it, anybody else. Do it else behind his back. Yeah, exactly. All right. Get a bunch of these cups, though, because you need these. All right, so what else here? Yeah, the grains are insignificant. I as well use RO water, which isn't that doesn't mean anything. And I, uh, you know, use the uh, mineral additions that Matt uh, prescribed. I don't think there's any any issue with water uh, whatsoever. I uh, hit all the uh, same uh, mash temps uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the exact durations that he asked for. Yeah. So got I, a great little system. I can change temps. I reason. think I think that what I'm getting from what you're saying is, it seems to me you're paying you know very close attention to. The details of what the brewer is saying, and you're, you're following this religiously, yeah, right. like you know, okay, it's you know half a degree Play-Doh remaining. That's when I dry hop. Right. You know, it's you're 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 following those instructions to the T, and that's making the difference. I think following this process as much as I can. I mean, right. I, I, it's or, one of the reasons or I making don't, adjustments for I don't, I don't, your process versus his. Yeah, right. Yeah, where I can. And where I don't need to, I don't. For instance, I, I mean, if I was a batch sparger, I think I might consider mm-hmm. fly sparging. For well, and you beer. fermented at the temperature that he gave, right? Exactly. Yeah. And no which difference. is interesting because he has those those huge fermenters, mm-hmm. and you have a much shallower fermenter. In general, I yeah. always think, well, whatever temperature they give, you got to go a couple of degrees cooler. Cooler, right? I think in this case, if you're cool enough, it's okay across the board. But when they're reporting a higher fermentation temperature, like stone will give us a 72-degree right, temperature. Right, we've got to go lower than that. Stone's not, you know, Mitch is not lying to us, I can guarantee you that. Uh, you know, he's an honest man. But, you know, the difference between their fermenters and our fermenters, we have to go maybe 68. Because the osmotic pressure in the right, vessel right, restrains right. these activity. Exactly. We've got to use temperature to and do that. And so what's interesting to me on this, which, I, which I'm learning from this, is, well, if the temperature's already low enough, then... You don't need to go lower, right. but once it oh. starts creeping up, so I would imagine if they're reporting sixty-seven, we probably need to be at sixty-five. Right. If they're reporting sixty-nine, we probably need to be at sixty-six or something. If they are at seventy-two, we need to be at you know right. sixty-eight. So there's a whole like. And Mitch is you using know, the 007 yeast too. Maybe a two. If he right, was using right, right. two, he would do similar yeah. lower temps. Well, no, he doesn't mention using the 007. No, he doesn't. Well, no, we we just came up with that on our own. It's pretty close there's to me. No, yeah, it seems to that that was our guess, and I think it was a good guess. Um, you know, but uh, you know, Stone has never told us what yeast they use. Um, you know, nobody will tell us anything. So uh, White Labs doesn't tell us anything. White Yeast doesn't tell us anything. Uh, we just, you know, based on our knowledge, uh, 007 is is the yeast to go with. All right. So uh, questions from the chat. Let me wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, just a couple things. Uh, one, the chat wanted to know, Jay-Z, if you would give the hops in ounces. No. I'm just fucking with you anyway. Yeah. They did ask that, but they asked to screw with you. <laughs> right. uh, okay, 944-PLAY is in the room. And um, he says, uh, I assume that Tacey is fermenting in a conical. Uh, so if we're not and we can't dump the yeast... Do we still dry hop in primary, or do we need to go to secondary for dry hop? I think they're talking, talking about dro- dropping. He, he the first dry hop. was talking about dropping the dry hops, yeah. Well, what you could do is you could do the first dry hop in the primary, and then transfer all that out, and then, dry, then do that second dry hop in the secondary. Okay. That's what I would do. That's the way you do it without yeah. a conical. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And that was it from the chat. All right. Well, that's it. I think uh, another classic uh, Can You Brute show. <laughs> it's, it's a good great job, beer. Tasty. Good luck. I uh, hope you guys enjoy making this beer. Yeah, that's a great beer. And uh, I think uh, we're all lucky to get that uh, that recipe from uh, Matt Brindle Gasm Gasma <laughs> Ganza for the Gaz- Brindle Ganza show. All right. Uh, if you get a chance, check out our, our great sponsor, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. And uh, yeah, also pass by the, the Brewing Network store. There's good stuff there. It's quality materials. I wear all the shirts. And uh, you know the few bucks that goes to the bottom line of the uh, Brewing Network uh, helps keep these shows going. You also check out uh, the books. You know We sign them. It gets the authors to sign them. Uh, and uh, you can check out things like uh, Brew Your Own. Sign up for a brewing own subscription, and half of that subscription price goes to the Brewing Network. So, uh, well worth it. Great magazine, and uh, helps keep this show alive. Until the next one, be strong. And often. <laughs>